Hey, this is Colby from Wormwich, and you're listening to Epitome of Stupidity. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Hi there. Okay. All right. Um, That's working. Welcome to Epitome of Stupidity. Hi. Episode 47. 47. Metal podcast. Echo. Oh, uh, it's allegedly metal podcast. Sorry. Yeah. It's not allegedly. Uh, and Worm Witch. In the background. Dancing in the ashes. In the ashes. Off their new album, Heaven That Dwells Within. You like heavy music? You like people from Canada? Even if you don't, listen to this. Everyone fucking good. Everyone likes Canadians. Yeah, of course they do. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Like our guy uh, Justin and Una. They're Canadian. They're from around the same place these guys are. Sidetrack. Sorry. Um, yes. That's the new Worm Witch off the album Heaven That Dwells Within. The song is Dancing in the Ashes. We're going to have a conversation with Colby of Worm Witch here shortly. But until then, I've got a burning fucking desire to know what's going on with Sonic Temple. The Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival has arrived. Map Free Stadium, Columbus, Ohio, May 17th through the 19th, with Foo Fighters. There goes my hero. System of the Down. Area. Are you ready? Disturbed. Get up, get up. With Bring Me the Horizon. Papa Roach. Ghost, Hailstorm, Lamb of God, The Cult, Andrew Dice Clay, and more. Go to SonicTempleFestival.com for everything. See ya at the temple. Are you satisfied? I am. All right. I'm still slightly weirded out. Same thing that was going on last week. Well, you know, (laughs) I just had to make sure. Uh, What else? What are we listening to? Brian, Hmm. what in hell's name are you listening to? We should have did a tally race on who listened to Moontooth the most. <laughs> I would have won. Yeah, I probably listened to that album at least seven, eight times. You probably definitely would have won. But when I was doing some traveling earlier in the week, the sun was shining, even though it was cold, and I, I was listening to some Sublime. Oh, yeah. Of course, the only album of theirs I right. listen to is self-titled. Some Pepper. I don't know if you ever listened to them, but they're in the same vein. Uh, I don't even think I've ever heard of Pepper. Yeah. Same vein, same style, reggae-ish kind of thing. Yeah. And then, um, you know what else? I, oh, this, yeah. I listened to some old Breaking Benjamin. Oh, yep. look at you. Not afraid to admit it. You're I officially did. fired from this podcast. And then I ended the week with some Deftones. Okay. I will let you back in. Yeah. Because I know you only listen to old Deftones. But then, you know, oh, yeah. Well, I actually listened, uh, the last thing I listened to was the Conan Nequaqui <laughs> album. <laughs> uh, Mostly because, of course, the older the older Corno two <laughs> the older two are on Spotify, but not on iTunes. There's only select songs, really. But uh, Quantumukum is on. Corno you can is on. Uh, it's whatever. a good album. Yeah, it was okay. It's a good album. That's it, all. The, uh, I've made fun of that Gore album. There's enough here. We'll skip that. Uh, I also listened to massive amounts of fucking Moon Tooth, uh, along with I, I got on a random. Still pissed you didn't tell us it was good. <laughs> I think he did, but I don't know. We'll have to check the record. I got on a random run of the toadies this week. 
God knows I love me some toadies, but it's always weird when I find myself in the middle of a three-day-long toadies binge. Oh, look, I'm still listening to the toadies. Cool. And who's kicked off the podcast now? <laughs> I'll take toadies over Breaking Benjamin. Three days of toadies. Any and every fucking time. Uh, some big business because they're awesome. And a good run of uh, Lodos. You know what? You know what else I did with Lodos? I went and saw them last night, Brian. Mm, did you? I did. I didn't know they were here. They were here, and you knew. I didn't know. Stop lying. <laughs> they, uh, if they're coming through your town, go see them. Um, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing her name wrong. I think it's Iteria. Something like yeah. that. She is a fucking sight to behold. She is a man, oh man. She had a cold, so she you know, probably didn't sound as good as she usually does. The bassist? The singer? Well, she plays the bass, too. She right? plays the guitar. I actually felt sorry for her guitar at points during the night, too, because she'd just throw that fucking thing around. I think at one point she fell on it. <laughs> she, I, Dude, she is a fucking maniac on stage. There was, I mean, in all candor, a lot of the crowd had left by the time, you know, a small local show type thing, and most of the people were there, it seemed, for a, a new local band, and there was, there was not enough people still there for Lodos. And they, so they didn't go on second? No, they went on last. So they didn't really? go on until fucking midnight. Wowzers. And played like they were playing to a fucking sold-out amphitheater. Like I said, Iteria is just a fucking sight to behold. But that's it's, how you have to do it, man. No matter if there's one or 1,000. Oh, my God. She was... If if you see them and she doesn't blow your mind, I'm pretty sure you didn't have one to be blown in the first fucking place. Easy there. It's... I My God. Pay the $5. Go see Lodos if they're coming to town. Other than that, we'll do the random numbers thing because it's one of my favorite bits, even though nobody else thinks it's funny. Who are we talking to? We are talking to Colby. And what's he do? He plays the guitar in Wormwitch. Okay. Let me verify that. He plays, okay, I'm sorry. He plays guitars and auxiliary instruments. Yeah, we we dive deep into those auxiliary instruments. Auxiliary. All right. Ring. And he answered. <laughs> We've got Colby from Warmwitch on the line with us. Colby, how are you this fine? What's what, like nine o'clock in the morning where you are? Yeah, nine twenty. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Not too shabby. It's noon here, so I'm drinking. Yes, he is. And he has been he has been <laughs> since eleven. Enough. Yeah. What does Wormwitch have going on, Colby? We got a lot going on. Thanks for asking. We got an <laughs> uh, album coming out on Friday, I believe, right? Yes. Uh, that's the fifth. <laughs> Can yeah, confirm. Friday, and we start tour on Thursday. A nice right. long tour with Uwada and Cloak. And uh, we got a single that just came out a couple days ago. So it's a busy time. What's your single called? It's called Dancing in the Ashes. And that is the song that we use for intro outro yeah, of the show. That's right. And the album? Sweet. Perfect, yeah. What's the album called? Oh, the album's called Heaven That Dwells Within. Any, any reasoning behind that? Any good stories there? Um, the concept for the album and the lyrics and all that is very much Robin, our vocalist's domain. He, um, it all kind of takes place in a bit of a fantasy realm that he, uh, he's created for the band and it, uh, it goes deeper than I feel I can really, uh, justify with, with my own, uh, verbiage. Yeah. So, um. I, I don't like to really try to go too deep into the, to the lyrical concepts because, uh, He's got so much into it that uh, 
I feel, I feel like I might not, I might only scratch the surface. Wow. So, uh, okay. The lyrics will kind of speak for themselves in this instance, I guess. Got it. Until you get talking to him and then he'll, he'll ramble on for two hours about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, and I guess we should note that you play the guitar, uh, for one, yeah, bridge, one I'm the bridge, guy. in the, in the auxiliary instrument it says here, what's all that about? What, what, what else you've got banging on or plucking on? Um, on the album, we just have like a few extra things we've done uh, a little bit of, uh, What's on there? There's acoustic guitars. There's a little bit of jaw harp. Whoa. There's some taggle harpa, which is like an old Finnish instrument. And I built myself one. Nice. Uh, what else? <laughs> There's uh, just some kind of auxiliary percussion and uh, that kind of thing. Will you, take, will you take those out on the road with you? No. Um, I think we're probably going to... We keep it pretty bare bones live. Right. Um, mostly just kind of the rock kit guitars and drums and all that. Right on. Um, I'd like to be able to do some of that kind of thing live. We've actually talked about doing playing acoustic guitars on tour for um, certain parts of the songs, but that's a whole a whole thing we have to worry about. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, the more instruments you have on the road, the more things can go wrong, so we try to keep it pretty bare bones. Right, yeah, and acoustic guitars are a lot bigger than electric guitars. <laughs> so than, I know. Yeah, room, they're room more is, fragile. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of problems that come with having a... Having like a whole other mix going All on right. stage. How did you get started on guitar? Um, I started when I was like really young, probably about eight, and uh, I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. I just saw you know people playing guitar, and it spoke to me. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. So I started playing like classical guitar, and I was taking lessons and uh, playing acoustic. And I stuck with that for a while, but being a kid, I think when I was maybe around like eleven or twelve. I uh, made the immature decision to quit the lessons because I just wanted to play Pantera riffs, right? <laughs> That's the mature decision right there. That's, yeah, you made the right well, call. <laughs> at the time, it seemed like the mature decision, but right now it's like where I'm at with music, I feel like I would really benefit from those lessons. Yeah, yeah. So I might get back into it. But uh, yeah, from there, I was self-taught and uh, playing a lot of heavy metal stuff, and here I am. Nice. What, uh, you mentioned Pantera there, Sideways. What, what other kind of influences does, uh, has, has brought Colby to his style of playing now? Um, that's an interesting question because I don't really, I'm not really a... Uh, an idolizer. Yeah, I'm not a big idolizer and I'm not really a guitar nerd in that way. Yeah. I don't really, um, I'm not really super into shred guitar players and the really skilled virtuoso guys. I'm more about bands and songs than i am about you know technical technique yeah so um the bands that kind of spoke to me when i was young really formed i think my style which is a lot of kind of 70s rock i was really into led zeppelin and uh sabbath and that kind of thing also stevie ray vaughn weirdly yes. enough yes yeah. right uh, just just as being a really stylish guitar player and having a very distinct sound Nice. I think that might be the first time someone has said him on this show, right? And fifty some yeah. episodes, and that is yes, that is my guy right there. Can't go wrong with Stevie Ray. Well, that, that's the kind of guitar playing that speaks to me a lot more than a guy that can rip a metal solo really fast. Is having a such a distinct sound and speaking through the guitar rather than right. just r r running scales, right? yeah. masturbating. Yeah, right. The, the fingerboard yeah, exactly, masturbation. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I mean, if, if that's what you're into, that's cool. But uh, so I'm a big fan of uh, very, very. Uh, expressive guitar playing so we no, we won't we shouldn't expect any sweeping sweet picking from you on this new album no not on this <laughs> album i mean maybe maybe someday i can i can see where a sweep might be placed uh tastefully but it's uh it's not my favorite thing to right do. right i'm more I, well for warm solos i'm more into like uh 
uh, I don't know. A lot of a lot of honestly kind of bluesy stuff. Yeah. Pentatonic kind of things. A lot of yeah, like Jimmy Page style. Nice. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess uh, to continue with the influences things. What what kind of what are you listening to now? You know, not necessarily um, what's what's kind of affecting your guitar playing, but what uh, what does Colby enjoy listening to? I listen to probably like seventy five percent of the same things I've been listening to my entire life. <laughs> kind of that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm into just all you know the class, the metal classics that I've always liked. But as far as like things that I've discovered recently, because that's more interesting to talk about. Yeah. Actually, yesterday I I started listening to this band called I might pronounce it wrong, but Harakiri for the Sky. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Yeah, Harakiri for the Sky. Yep. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what that I, means? I, I found them yesterday. I, I've heard about them for a long time, but yesterday I actually decided to give them a good listen. And man, it's really they were uh, they were one of my top five albums of 2018. Yeah, I was listening to Arson. Is that the new one? I believe so. Yeah, that one's awesome. Yeah, so they, uh, that's a band that I'm really into. They're they're pretty fucking good. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah. Did do you know what the what hair carry for this guy means? No idea. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> it's an it's a pretty okay. interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, Japanese or whatever, cut your guts out kind of thing or something. <laughs> cut your guts out. Yeah, hair carry is a wicked wicked thing. Yeah. Which okay is actually pretty literal. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, so this upcoming tour, you guys have done a good bit of touring before. Uh, that's kind of how you've gotten yourself out there, right? Yeah, yeah. What uh what what's a typical day like on tour? You know, what what's coming up for you? Um, a typical day is probably the same as any other band's typical day. It's a lot of wake up, try to get clean in any way you can <laughs> and clean. uh drive as long as you have to and then play a show. It's really uh it's fun in the in the on the micro scale because you know you're out with your friends and you you're uh enjoying what you can but the the average day it's you, you don't really get to do a whole ton of exciting stuff i mean we do as much as we can we, we make an effort to find good spots for interesting food and see the sights if, if we have the time but it's a lot of the same it's a lot of driving a lot of waiting a lot of taco bell we Wrong we band. try to avoid the fast food because uh well we did um we did um one tour and it was with uh, the black dahlia murder and that was the first time we'd ever been out for like a month and a half. And so we didn't really know how to tour yet. Cause when you're out for that long, you have to really watch your health and, and, and be careful with, with keeping yourself in, in like show shape. So right. we, we did as young men do and ate a lot of cheeseburgers and ate a lot of fast food. <laughs> and we just got so sick and it, it really, it made the tour very difficult. So we try to, keep ourselves as healthy as we can these days eating a lot of kale on the road yeah lots of salads lots of smoothies lots of vegetables lots of vitamins <laughs> that's so metal <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you can't you can't play metal when you're sick there so. is that there is that <laughs> yeah so, um which i am kind of sick right now so if my voice sounds nasally and raw that's why <laughs> <laughs> the uh lack of vitamins make sure you pack those for the tour you're gonna need those yeah. we'll do yep <laughs> The uh, the album that's coming out this week, um, actually, by the time this is hitting people's ears, it will have been out for a couple of days. Uh, any like noticeably new directions you guys have taken as opposed to the last album? I wouldn't say a new direction because I feel as though the uh, the influences that we've always had are still in place. But I think it 
came out sounding quite a bit different just because we've implemented those influences in a bit of a more cohesive package. I think that the spirit is definitely different. We when we started, it was we didn't really know what we wanted to sound like. So that first record was very much uh, just some good old metal. You know what I mean? We didn't really have much of a spiritual direction with it. It was just kind of uh, we were looking to make some cool metal songs. But this one, we we have a bit of a unified kind of medieval kind of a uh, bit of a pagan vibe that nice. we are quite excited about. And so I think that that makes its way through the music. And uh, yeah, we've implemented our influences, I think, in a a bit more of a, yeah, just a cohesive way. It's less uh, a riff of this style and then a riff of this style and more like it's all kind of blended together. It's less of a, less of a charcuterie and more of a, more of a sandwich. Ooh, first you know, time you, charcuterie has been used yeah, on this he, show. He's popping a lot of cherries <laughs> a day. It's, uh, well, I would say it's a smoothie, but it's not quite so blended <laughs> together. Chunky smoothie. But a, sandwich, a, sand, a sandwich, you get a little bit of, of everything at once, but it's all, it's all separate enough that you can recognize it. <laughs> right. You, can, you, know, you know what's in there. So. That's, yeah. that's easily the best way anything's ever been described on yeah. this fucking show. That was perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that I could be that. <laughs> when, uh, leave it to a Canadian right? to just be spot on. <laughs> when you guys are writing these songs and albums and everything, how, how do you know when something's done? That's a great question because uh, it's never really done, right? That's right. the that's the thing. Time, um, time constraints, <laughs> money. Yeah, I, I guess, but like you, you never really, you don't want to let that kind of thing influence your music. I think it's just you you feel when it's time to to uh, to release it into the world because you can sit there and add things and perfect things and tweak things forever, but if you do that, you'll never put out a record. So I think that that's part of uh, the learning curve of, of writing songs and be, being in a band is, is knowing, knowing when it's just time to what, when the song has hit the spot, there's just kind of like a weird arcane, like you feel that if you add any more, which you could, it's, it's only going to be detrimental to the song. So yeah, you don't, there's no real way to vocalize it, but it's just, uh, you know, I hope no one asks that asks us that question ever. Right, <laughs> that is a tough one. <laughs> um, how how long a podcast is, is done? Yeah. I'm sorry. How do you know when a podcast is done? Brian says. <laughs> Brian has a cue for me. Yeah, <laughs> Clint makes a fart noise. That's how we know when we're done. Okay. <laughs> how long is uh How long has Wormwitch been around? How long have you guys been doing this? About three years now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think we started at the very end of 2000. 15 which would put us uh yeah about three years did you already did you guys already know each other when or did was there any craigslisting going on or anything like that um well it started with me and robin um we we were in a punk band beforehand so we uh we knew each other and and that band kind of just dissolved and then reformed into what Wormwich was it didn't really it wasn't it was it was a new band um but it didn't the pieces were already there. The drummer that was in the previous band also drummed for Wormwitch, so it was kind of almost a bit of a name change from wow. the previous band and a, and a new style, of course. Right. But um, we went through a few different members, so the, the lineup that we have now, I think, is a, a real solid long-term lineup, but uh, it's and, taken a while to form. And who, who's what is the lineup right now? Uh, it's me, Robin, and then our drummer is uh, Izzy Longway. Okay. And he joined pretty recently. I think he's been in the band for maybe a year and a half now. Nice. And and Robin also plays the bass as he right sings yeah along. Sings, right 
So go ahead, Clint. I, I'm curious about the name. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah. Uh, the name is. Is, is that Robin's brainchild? Really. It's honestly like uh, when we started the band, we uh, we didn't expect it to be anything. We didn't. We just kind of wanted to start a metal band and play some songs and play some shows. So we gave it kind of a silly name. I remember we were talking. We were sitting at Tim Hortons and we were talking about. Uh, how if a band has witch in its name, we'll probably like it. And if a band has worm in its name, we'll probably like it. So we, <laughs> thought, we thought that worm witch would be a funny band name. Uh, and we were going to start uh, like this crust punk D beat band and write songs about like slaying dragons and stuff and call it worm witch. And then we didn't really end up doing that. And then when it came time to name this band, we were like, well, worm witch is kind of cool. So uh, we stuck with that for a bit. And then, but at the same time, it was just another band. It was just, it was just some, some songs and some shows and then prosthetic records reached out and basically asked if we wanted to take it seriously. And so we said, yes. And now our, our band's called worm, Witch, and we're taking it seriously. <laughs> the rest is, which is we're we, taking it seriously. Yeah. yeah we're kind of trying to, kinda trying to love the name, trying to find a way to love it. It's not <laughs> our favorite. Yeah. Hence the epitome of stupidity comment. From right. <laughs> yeah. Kind of stuck. So with it now. maybe, maybe someday we'll, we'll come full circle. So how did, because you mentioned it there, how'd the whole prosthetic thing come up? It was really, uh, really out of the blue. Basically, we put out a demo, and then we put out a single, uh, and then out of nowhere, Steve, the A&R guy for prosthetic, Everybody sent us an email Steve. and was asking us a bunch of questions about the future, and uh, the conversation turned into us working with him. Nice. That's it. I'm doing the nice thing. You're again. doing the nice thing. I'm gonna have to edit all nice. those nice. I know. Out. I keep. I've got a problem with the word nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know, obviously that's fucking. So many of those stories with Steve and prosthetic, I, I they're more or less the same every time, but I still enjoy them every time because everybody knows Steve's the fucking coolest. Yeah, that's uh, unanimous for sure. The you kind of mentioned sideways there. Uh, crust punk with mm -hmm. the thing before this how would you describe Wormwitch to somebody who hasn't heard you guys before at this point uh where we're at now if i was talking to somebody who knows metal i'd probably say that we are kind of like a melodic black and death metal band with some punk influence um if i was talking to somebody who doesn't know anything about metal i'd probably just say we're a screaming band <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's quick and to the pointless. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta gotta give it to them a way they can understand. Right. <laughs> and they would say, "Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> That's awful." Turn on some and Katy then Perry. Then they don't ask too many questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then they'll leave you alone. You get out of the conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, tour coming up again. You guys are. It's a pretty good sized tour, isn't it? You guys are making it west to east, right? Yeah, we're going all the way out east. I think we start in Spokane, which is nearby, and then we go way out to New York, and then down... I'm looking at the, the poster right now. <laughs> then we go down, uh, then around, and then end up in L.A., and then up north again. Ooh. And this All is, the way across the fucking continental yeah. U.S. This is over how long? About a month. A little less than a month. <laughs> Jesus How Christ. many back-to-backs you got? To, how Are those back-to-backs a bitch? Uh, depends on the drive. Yeah. If it's gonna, if it's a show and then we have a show the next day with a twelve-hour drive, that's no fun. Which mm. is the case often when we're doing uh, like Western Canada because every city is so spaced out. Right. But uh, in the states, you got more cities, so it's usually not so bad. Is it's, the uh, 
a lot of five hour drives and that kind of thing, which is nice because you get to sleep all night. Right. With, yeah. you know, you guys have been doing this, uh, you said like three and a half years and this is another big tour. You guys have done a bunch of other tour and ever have any kind of like performance anxiety with this? Not really. I've been playing shows since I was like, uh, probably 15. So just playing a show has never really been a particularly anxious thing for me. If anything, like I, I have some anxiety issues just in life. Uh, but being on stage, I is probably one of the least anxious things that I go through (laughs) because it's, it's just, uh, I'm comfortable with it at this point and it's, it's, very much what I enjoy. It's kind of what the rest of my life revolves around. So the opposite, I'd say. You got any any horror story horror stories from either a performance or the road or breaking down or something crazy? Um. Yeah. I mean, the big one that comes to mind is when we were on that tour that I mentioned earlier for months and a half with Black Dahlia Murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the entire tour, which is kind of a blessing before the van broke down. <laughs> Uh, but there are signs kind of throughout. But you know, I don't know if if uh, you know this feeling where the the your car is making a weird noise, but you can't afford to fix it at that oh, moment, yeah. so you just oh, kind yeah. of hope it goes away. That's a lifelong yeah, feeling. So that, yeah. that was happening throughout that tour, and then the very last show in uh, where was it? Indianapolis. We uh, said the big goodbye to all the other bands, and then we went to leave, and the van didn't start, <laughs> and we were we were in a pretty rough neighborhood. And it was, there was a convenience store right next to where we were parked that was definitely some sort of drug front. There was like (laughs) a lot of people going in and out and strange things happening. So basically we were broken down there. Uh, We stayed the night in the van there and then we got towed. No, we didn't. We got the van going the next day. And then we drove probably about an hour to, uh, where was it? Kind of a smaller town, one state over. Somewhere in Indiana, I think. I don't, I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> we broke down uh, and the van fully wouldn't start and we were stuck there for about another week oh, and, uh, damn. and we, sta- we, found, we found a cheap hotel and just kind of stayed there for as long as it took and then we had to sell the van and we got back to pay for the repairs, so it was a big debacle. Sounds like and it. Now, yeah, now we rent vans. <laughs> I was, <laughs> no. See, I was thinking the other way. I'm assuming this was before Izzy joined the band, right? This was his first tour with us. Oh, was it? So yeah. uh, what I was thinking was, you know, if if you guys, you know, I don't want you to have to or anything, but should you have to change band members again, maybe just make sure the next guy is a bona fide mechanic yeah. as a side job. <laughs> well, that was uh, what happened. It was the cat converter and the fuel pump went at the same time. So that was a <laughs> it was a big job. We had to, I think it was like three grand to fix it. And it was a oh, cheap shit. old van too. So, you know, you buy, a, you buy your van for two grand and then you spend three grand fixing it. So not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's just safer to rent at this point. It's worth the metal that they spread it's across worth the country. The metal plant. being spread for sure. Jesus. Yeah, Christ. I suppose we we got a fun tour out of it. Yeah. So fun until that point. All right, all right. So here, here, speaking of fun, here comes the fun stuff. All right, we're gonna start wrapping this thing up with a nice, pretty little bow. All right, here we go. So step one is a rapid fire segment that you're just gonna okay. love. All right, and it, this is pass <laughs> fail. Don't oversell it, big guy. This is pass fail. We'll let you know if you fail at this. Uh, promptly. Okay. So, two options. Uh, whichever one comes to mind or prefer or strikes you the most, shout it out. Okay? All Start right. the clock, Clint. <laughs> Is that what a clock sounds That's like? That's what it sounds like. All right, here we go. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Toilet paper, under or over? Over. Beatles or Stones? Beatles. Simpsons or Family Guy? 
Simpsons. Hammett or Hetfield? Uh, Hetfield. Yeah. Beer or liquor? Beer. The woods or the ocean? The woods. Fall or spring? Ooh, uh, <laughs> That's the oh. that, that got him. Sausage links or patties? You're so patties. stupid. <laughs> That's the correct answer there on that one. That's yeah, it. The only <laughs> one you got wrong was the Beatles or the Stones. The right answer. Is uh, <laughs> darn. Whoops. Now nah, you're fine. Can, I, re- can I redo that one? <laughs> no, <it's laughs> um, and then to get you out of here and let you get to your morning coming into late morning, whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever. We're gonna we're gonna get you out on the trophy. Uh, you get chipped off to an island. You get to take one album with you. What album would you take? Oh man! See, I I want to approach that question just and just give my favorite album, but I want to give the album that will probably give me the most lasting enjoyment. You know what I mean? Right. I want to maybe pick something kind of progressive so that I can you know discover strange new things about it. Um. Probably uh, something I haven't really listened to all that much. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Edge of Sanity, Crimson. Yeah. Do you know them, Clint? I do not. I don't either. It's just. Uh, is that screaming music? <laughs> it is screaming music. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a record by like kind of a progressive melodic death metal band. Edge, you know, Edge of Sanity. I, I by name, it's not somebody that I listen to. Yeah. Well, they got a record. and It's one long song. It's very progressive, and it's a great song great album and, how long uh, is it it's uh how long is the album i don't know it's like it's like the length of a re- of a normal record but it's it's one long song it's uh, about probably about 45 minutes i'll have to check that out yeah that's right up your alley clint one long song one long fucking song <laughs> colby we really appreciate your time this morning and uh good luck on the tour i think the tour is coming through columbus here we may or may not see you there depending on scheduling issues um obviously we hope to see you that'd be fun yeah come say hi if you can right uh, but yeah, good luck with the album and the tour. Have you guys heard, you know, got any like advanced reviews or anything on the album yet? A few. Yeah, just recently. And they've all been like five out of five, super positive. So I've seen a couple things more. too, where people are pretty fucking soaked about it. That uh, I, We've heard it. And we're, we both enjoy it. Yep. Awesome. Um, but yeah, good luck. Thanks for joining us. Great. And thank you. Talk soon. Later. Yeah, thank you. All right. He didn't hang up on us. He did not. He answered. We talked. Now we're done. At, uh, I've always wondered about the shitty van situation and things like that because you know these guys aren't buying these brand new you know Ford Transits and shit like that to make these <laughs> name drop fucking tours at uh, Fart Box. That would suck. Fart Box. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling in the Fart Box. But yeah, they are touring. Check the dates. Check them out if they're coming to town. I think I'm going to make it to Thursday's show here. Like, follow, subscribe to all their stuff. Yes, indeed. We are going to talk further about their new album here in just a little bit. Until then, Brian, I think this is where you say we're going into the news. Okay. Clint says Rob Zombie's a piece of shit. I didn't say that. That's what you said. Somebody much more credible than I (laughs) has said that. Someone else is backing him up. His name is Buzz Osborne. King Buzzo. And he is the front man for the Melvins. He is. If you, yes, you should know who he is. He uh, is reminiscing on some tours back in the day where Rob Zombie was anything but a nice gentleman. It's Raise your hand if you're surprised about this. Rob Zombie's a douchebag. Nobody, in the, just to be clear, nobody has raised their hand. I, I am not putting a raised hand sounder in there. I am not. 
that's because there isn't a raise <laughs> a hand to be raised. It's of course he's a fucking douchebag. It's just fun to hear, you know, Buzz make fun of him about it. What's he? He says he's a lower level fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed that. Part. Yeah. It's just, oh yeah. It just makes you a makes you hate lower level fuckheads like Rob Zombie even more. Never says what he did. Just typical rock star, right? Dog shit. Back when they were touring, uh, it was Babes in Toyland, the Melvins, and White Zombie. And, you know, again, shocker, Rob Zombie's a fucking douchebag. Even when he had a good band around him. Yeah. I wonder if Sean Yassault was a douchebag. He doesn't go into detail about that, it doesn't look like. <laughs> Ozzy is always in the news. Ozzy is still old. And every time I see his picture, I'm waiting for below it. It says, Deceased. Ozzy dies. Yeah. At- it's, and I mean, again... I love Ozzy, but man, oh man, he's 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 done the whole pneumonia thing recently, multiple staph infections, and then he's fallen because he's a thousand years old. He's fallen and reaggravated from where the uh, the two thousand three thing where he got fucking where he fell off an ATV or some <laughs> shit, and now all of the two thousand nineteen tour dates are canceled. It's like, dude, and they, it has like a statement from him in here, like how he's depressed about it. Like, oh, fucking bullshit. He did not say anything. He didn't even know he had a tour. <laughs> <laughs> he probably didn't even realize he fell. Right. What's f- I watched that uh, in my hotel room th- this week. I watched that um, Motley Crue movie. Oh, yeah? And Ozzy's in it. Yeah, well, someone playing Ozzy's in it. And uh, they're at this... Um, I think they kind of mashed in a couple, you know, um, jammed a couple stories into one into night. One, no, into one scene. So they're out by a pool in a hotel, and Ozzy comes out, and he's wasted, and he and he jumps on the ground and snorts some ants. You know, everyone's heard that story, or whatever. Right. But then he stands up and takes a piss, and jumps down and starts snorting his piss. And then so one of the guys, right. one of the guys from uh, Motley Crue, jumps in. Jump. You know, this is next to the pool. They're pissing on the concrete. So he takes a piss and gets to go. Down to snort it, you know, beat Ozzy, and Ozzy pushes him out of the way and gets on the ground and snorts the dude's piss. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, what a day by the pool that was. Right? <laughs> so, hang on. You buried the lead here. Let, give us your review of the Motley Crew. What's it called? The Dirt? Yeah, The Dirt. It was. A, I mean, it kept me entertained. It was cool. It would be nice to know what's real and what's fake, and there's plenty of things out there to tell you what's real and what's fake, but uh, it's kind of interesting. Yeah? I, would, I mean, all that stuff's intriguing to me. Was it... The big question for me here mm-hmm. was, is it four and a half hours long? No, it's two hours long. Okay. There's a lot of titties. It, oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean... A lot of sex. Yeah? Yeah. Drugs. Rock and roll? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Not much good rock and roll, at least. Um. So anyways, back to Ozzy. Yeah, so if uh, you were looking forward to seeing him this year, you can go ahead and stop. Ever again. He's not coming back. I mean, he really... I want you to live, Oz. It, but I don't know. I guess I'd also like a chance to see Ozzy live again. I don't even know if I would at this point. I mean, he's what? Whatever. I hope you feel better, big guy. And uh, you know, <laughs> be careful with where you're walking. Uh speaking of walking, <laughs> you're uh, the worst with these things. <laughs> I get to you every time though. Trivium. I can't believe you put this on here, but I did. You know, this is one of those stories where the stories are in the comments the backlash right uh, the matt heafy's released a signature strap that's double strap on and it's so stupidly stupid <laughs> Every, everyone is signing up to tell him how stupid it is 
Um, but you know, one because his his signature guitar is Les Paul, and it apparently weighs maybe more than a standard Les Paul. Than so, yours? So yes, my uh, my what is it? LPJ is heavy as shit. So <laughs> make a lighter guitar and, and skip the 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 the, the, the douchebag strap, <laughs> the dildo strap, and uh, <laughs> his comeback is. Uh, people must hate their left shoulder. Why? What did your shoulder ever do to you? That's all he had. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you should Google it. Did you see it when he got this article? I did. I did. It, would you ever... I mean, if somebody gave you one. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm, but I'm not playing for an hour and a half like he probably right. was. They go forever at their shows, but I'll just know. I'll just shave a quarter inch off my guitar and make it lighter and then go on about my business. There you go. I like the. I, uh, I want. I want to know the sales of this thing. I would. I'd like to know too, because I'm sure it's not cheap either. I like. As a matter of fact, the one comment there is uh, like six hundred billion dollars to buy it or some shit like that. Yeah, that's the last comment right there. Time to play a lighter guitar. Uh, well, maybe if your signature guitar wasn't eight hundred fucking pounds, pounds, you wouldn't need that. But oh, it, random people, know, people, people, you know the tone. Nerds or whatever they they feel they think the heavier the guitar the more sustain and tone and all this shit so that's but when you're playing maybe in the studio sure you you might be able to tell you're playing live no one fucking cares nope play a lighter guitar and save your save your body that way rather than strapping on fucking don't look like a nerd with a fucking double strap dub strapped up you know fucking anyways why do you hate your left shoulder yeah what did it ever do to you <laughs> tours. Mm. Chemist finally doing a uh I I'm, I'm who? Chemist. Oh there it I is. think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Like most know. things. I have no actual fucking clue. First headline I've never heard of them. First headlining tour for You've that. never heard of Chemist? Mm-mm. Really? No. That new album's good. It's uh They're playing at Saint Vitus. It's uh, well, doesn't everybody when they go through there? It's uh, it's not in my regular rotation, but it's something that Spotify likes to play for me when whatever I'm listening to finishes and it's never something I turn off. Uh, point being, I'm sure a lot of you guys like chemists. They are out and about. Go see them. Go see them at the Clair- Clairvoyancy Fest. The Clairvoyancy Fest in Lexington, Kentucky. That sounds clear. Uh-huh. That's, uh, no thanks for that. But good music, apparently, right? Yes. They're with, oh, that's their album, Desolation. Yes. This is their first headlining tour for it, too. That was, that album was a big deal last year. A lot of people were, not for me, a lot of people were really excited about it. If I wasn't that, then that's the that's how you know that right. it's not. What do you think out. of that latest Breaking Benjamin, there, big guy? I didn't like it. <laughs> You're missing the point. Oh. In review. Review. At a worm witch heaven that dwells within. You want me to go first? Sure. Okay. I love his description for you know when he's. When we asked him, how would you describe your music? And there's the detailed version, and then there's the, it's screaming music for people that don't listen to metal. It, there's a lot of really fucking excellent riffs. There's a lot of, there's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of screaming demon. Fucking killer drums. I, I reference his description of the band because it's pretty accurate. I mean, it, if you already like this type of shit, you're going to like this album. If you don't, you're not. So chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably like it. 
give it a run. Yeah. It's worth your time. I'm going to go 3-7 on it. It's something that will be in the rotation for a while. I don't know if it'll be I don't know if it'll be top five at the end of the year, but it's a welcome addition to everything I'm listening to right now, that's for sure. Gotta love the riffs. Gotta love the heavy. Gotta love the worm witch. Yeah, I agree. Good job. Uh my my first my favorite part of the music is the music. Least favorite part being the vocals. Um just my style of, of I mean I, the vocals are, are great, but they they don't really change. And like I like a little more dynamics but uh you hit start and it goes full go until the album's over oh yeah so um yeah i mean there's not a whole lot of you know heavy or what is it loud soft loud quiet loud going on um which i i tend to prefer but when you know the loud all the way through is is fucking good to go for sure I lost my fucking notes. I wanted to... Lord of Chains was my favorite song. That's uh yeah, it's like sec- it's third to last. It's, or yeah, something. it's toward the end. Nasty fucking riff that's going on there. Good tune. Good tune. I'll go three on it. I'll go three. On yeah, it. yeah. I'll go three. I get. I mean, if you'd have gave me a a song or two that was a little bit off the beaten path, I, it could easily have been a four. Right. But that's just that's just personal preference there. I uh, I liked it. Our our guy Colby wasn't going to go into the lyrics and shit because it was yeah. You know, just not his area, but at the same time, I would like to know. Colby held his part down for sure. Just fucking hey, <laughs> I would like to know because there's obviously themes and shit going on there. I sooner or later, I want to figure out. Maybe I'll ask him about it uh, Thursday. What uh, what all is going on with the lyrics there? Because there's certainly some weird shit going on. I didn't understand a single one of them. Well, I mean, understanding <laughs> versus just knowing they're there, I guess. All right, now what do we do? I don't know. You want to do some goofiness? I don't have any. Got any ideas? I have a gear geeking. Oh, you do? Not really. Oh. My guitar's supposed to be here today. That's, it's half working. Crestor <laughs> <laughs> took it upon himself to put my uh, uh, Fishman Fluence, um, what is it, bridge pickup in and as he smiled and drove away, I knew it was not going to be a fun day at the Kretzer household. <laughs> and he was all gung-ho. This is going to be easy. I'm going to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it still doesn't work right two weeks later. <laughs> so uh, if you're getting a Fishman Fluence pickups installed in your guitar, pay someone to do it. We That's still love you, Kretzer. That's all I got. Yeah, well, I'm going to pay him to do it. I mean, I'm paying somebody still. but Yeah, I don't have any goofiness. No goofiness? No That's goofiness. like three weeks in a row. Yeah. we got to figure I'm something slacking. out with that. We need... We need does anyone have any idea for something fun to do? We've, I mean, this is this is really, even though this is show forty-seven, this will be ep- upload fifty-three. Running dry on oh, the uh, goofiness here. We haven't done a good would you rather or a uh, top three in a while. Next week we're going to do a fucking would you rather or a top three, and if not next week, then the week after. Top three songs off the new Moon Tooth. <laughs> you know what? I figured it out after, uh, like right after you left the. Uh, Three isn't all at all angles. Three is rhythm and roar. That song's badass. That song catches me every time. Well, now you know. Now you know. We're on social media. Hey, we are. We're on the Instagram. We're on the Twitter. We're on the Facebook. We will be announcing winners to the latest contest soon. Winners. Winner. 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 Sorry, yeah. Winners in that they get to bring somebody with them. Uh, We will be announcing a winner soon. Stay tuned for that. And then uh, the third and final contest for the weekend passes will be starting in early May since the festival is in mid-May. Be kind of a last-second thing. Anyways, um, sidetracked. 
social channels, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Find us, like us, follow us. Uh, do the same with Wormwitch, who are in the background. Link below. Jamming your ears. We have an email that is collecting dust. It is eostupidity at gmail.com. That's not true. We get plenty of spam emails. Well, everyone all just hits us up on Instagram. And then there's that. Trust um, me, my phone battery will show you. Your phone battery? Battery will show you all the messages we get on there. All the messages. And we love you for them, yeah. even though Brian doesn't. He does. He just doesn't like to admit it. You should be happy that I don't read them. <laughs> but Clint reads every one of them, so get at him. All, all right. right. Bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs>